Hi, this is Amber and my website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a Reiki master and a shamanic practitioner and my work is focused on empowerment, healing core wounds, sacred union work, including soulmates, twin flames, um, life purpose work and uh, intuitive readings on and off. For those of you who do know me, hello. Um, so today's podcast, I don't really know what to entitle it, so we'll, we'll see what comes to me by the end of it, but um, I just felt inspired to share around how do we crawl our way out of the matrix? How do we align ourselves with what we want on a daily basis rather than what we fear? As I record this podcast, it is February 2018, and I don't know where you're at in your life, but I feel like something very strange happened at the end of 2017. It's like a huge shift came in, and I feel a little bit like I'm in a parallel universe that makes no sense right now. It's been feeling like that for a while, but it's really intensified, and I find that there's moments where everything is po- everything seems possible everything is possible everything flows everything's beautiful everything's aligned and then there's moments where it's pure fear it's pure darkness it's pure just destruction and then if you i mean i don't really watch tv much and i don't read newspapers all that much so um i'm not buying into the the stories that we're being told but if one were to I wonder how we're ever going to keep our vibration clear enough to manifest what we want and not just keep manifesting our fears. So one of the things that I'm learning is that it's my job and it is a moment by moment, minute by minute, second by second job to ensure that I am taking my very powerful intention, my focus, my mastery towards those things that I want to manifest, those things that I want more of in my life, whether that's connection or love or prosperity or um, union or friendship or laughter or whatever it is. Where I put my attention is is what I'm going to feed, and that's a very ancient saying, you know, which which wolf are you going to feed? The one that you're scared of or the one that, you know, brings you joy, and it's which which aspect of our lives are we going to feed? So how do we crawl out of that matrix? How do we crawl out? Because it does feel like a crawl sometimes, you know, it doesn't always feel like we float up like little angelic beings. Sometimes it's like we're crawling through mud and dirt and all kinds of gunk to get to a place of a higher perspective on life and our situation. Because here's what happens. All of us are incredibly powerful beings. All of us. We are able to create the world that we wish to live in just like that in a heartbeat, in a blink. And if we all put our energies into manifesting what we wanted rather than what we didn't want or what we thought we should want, we would have the most incredible world in which to live if we all had you know, aspirations and dreams and ideals that were coming from the heart and not from the ego, right? So if we all wanted a world of peace and love and harmony and equality and we all wanted union and we all wanted to be with our beloveds and we all wanted beautiful friendships and beautiful homes to live in and beautiful food to eat, if we all wanted the same things, we could manifest that together. Now you might say, but we do all want these things and I would argue I'm not sure we do because in conversation with people, you know, these are sometimes not people's... um more and more it's changing, but often in conversation with people, their kind of top five things that they want or top 10 things that they want are not, 
oh, I want world peace or I want um, to be with my beloved or I want organic veg free, freely available to everyone. You know, people will sometimes say, well, I don't know. Well, world peace is nice in theory, but I'm not sure it can happen because, you know, we've got to fight the bad guys or we've got to fight the terrorists or we've got to make sure that, you know, the Islamists don't take over our country or the, or whoever, you know, whoever the demon happens to be in inverted commas, right? We've got to keep them at bay. And many people, many rational people, many heart open people will have views like that. So I think what gets in the way of us manifesting these ideals is our belief system. These are just beliefs, right? These are just beliefs that we've either picked up from our parents or our ancestors or, you know, through conditioning, programming, through the books that we've read, the music that we listen to, the things that we watch. They're not our truth. Because in our truth, in our heart, we know that we're all one. We all yearn for those basics, a beautiful world in which to live, clean water to drink, good food for us, for others, you know, a beautiful home in which to live, for our family, for our neighbors, um, safety, peace, love. These are all things that we all crave, we all wish for, actually. You know, when you talk to people, even those that are uh, that seemingly f- look as if you know they're not connected to something spiritual, everyone has the same wants, even though we're going about it in different ways. But what gets in the way of that want is our conditioning, is our belief system. Whether your belief system is, you know, world peace isn't possible or wealth isn't possible or um, I'll never afford a place like that or, you know, no one in my family ever has um, a relationship that lasts longer than whatever it is, you know, whatever your belief system is, that is what is going to get in the way of your truth or your heart's desire, right? And then our belief system can sometimes become so powerful that it's constantly playing out and out in our minds as this kind of soundtrack, you know, it's this kind of elevator music to our minds, to our days, that then we just find ourselves fixating on things that confirm our belief system. So if we believe that the world isn't a safe place, or we believe that, um, we're going to be overrun by Islamists, or we believe um, that uh, fidelity isn't possible in relationships, or that it's, you know, we'll never afford a beautiful home, or um, I don't know, uh, it's hard to eat good food, or whatever our belief system is, right? If we believe that, because we believe it, we're sort of programmed to look for that very thing that is going to confirm our belief. Um, It's this kind of tricky default it's like we're, we have a belief system and so in order for that belief system to survive, it has to be reaffirmed so it seeks out other things, other experiences that go, oh yes, this is a good belief. And our job, and it's not that our minds and our, you know, any, our brains or our egos or any of those terms, it's not that these are bad things, it's just we need to be in balance with also our heart and our soul. Um, so our job is to, is to notice the belief system and then to actually ask, well does this belief system serve me? You know, does it, does it enrich me? Does it empower me? Does it feel expansive? Does it feel true? Does it feel loving? Does it feel like it's going to take me closer to being expansive, to being in my power, to being uh, in a place of love? Uh, Because I don't think a belief system that says world peace isn't possible or a belief system that says, um, Islamists are going to take over the world. I don't believe those belief systems, which are based on fear can ever make us feel expansive that's just going to make us feel constricted if we have a belief system that says oh I'll never earn more than this or 
um, relationships don't work in my family or men don't like me or women don't like me or I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough or I'm not thin enough or I'm I'm, uh, not big enough or you know, I'm not clever enough or uh, people only get ahead in life if they've gone to private school or you only get ahead in the world if you've got um, money in your family, like whatever that belief system is, you know, think about those belief systems. If you think about any one of those things that I've just said, does that make you feel expansive in yourself? Does it make your heart expand? Does it make you feel like you can take a really deep breath? Does it feel really good? Or does it feel constrictive and a little bit uncomfortable? And then compare that belief system with you know uh world peace or peace is our natural state love is my natural state anything is possible uh there is no there are no limits to what i can earn there are no limits to abundance love is unconditional and free-flowing um i uh, have every right i have every opportunity to be with the love of my life I am in the most perfect body, uh, I have the most perfect face, I have the most perfect figure. Like Just think into those belief systems and even just saying them, as I say them, I suddenly start to feel quite expansive, I suddenly start to feel good, even if it's just for a split second before the mind might kick in and go, that's not true. So crawling out of the matrix then for me is about literally every second, every moment that a belief system comes in that feels restrictive is replacing that with something else that feels expansive. Um, And I think that's how we start to manifest the lives that we want to lead rather than the lives that are sort of lives of drudgery or rather than manifesting our fears. And I think, you know... from personal experience it's so hard it's so hard to do that because when you're in a downward spiral and you're feeling rubbish about stuff and you know you're feeling desperate and you don't you can't see the wood for the trees you can't see a way out of course we're going to feel these feelings but the thing is the our world our reality the universe is only ever reverberating back to us what is already within us it's like the the world that we experience is this massive kind of hologram and it's all it's all based on the programming within us you know if you imagine that all these all these codes all these programs are being put into this supercomputer which is us which is our mind which is our dna which is our heart which is our cells right all of these codes are in there and then you press enter and and out all this information goes and it projects out in front of us and that's what we're seeing we're seeing all those codes all those programs all those thought forms all those experiences playing out all the time in our world but actually if we were to delete one of them and replace them with something else our world would change so one of the i wouldn't say easiest but one of the simplest ways i found is is just about being aware of where is my attention going right now like if your attention on a given moment is going into a place of fear, you're going to feel that, right? You're going to feel that in your stomach. You'll feel that knot. You'll feel that sickness. You'll probably feel it in your heart. You won't feel good. And what often happens is we just sit in that feeling of not feeling good and then we don't like it. So we try and change it and we have a cigarette or a drink or, you know, a a coffee or some food or we put some music on or we ring a friend or, you know, we try and find ways to distract ourselves from this feeling, but it never really goes away. And one of the things that helps is to take our attention onto something that actually genuinely makes you feel good. 
and gratitude is very good um you know appreciation so if we're in a state of constriction of not feeling happy about say our job oh, i hate my job i hate my boss i hate where i'm at right now i'm really not enjoying this job i'm better than this i hate this i hate this right those thoughts are probably going around and around and around your head if you're someone who hates your job pretty much 24/7 like any time you're awake that's what you're thinking so obviously that's a wake up call right that's telling you that you're not happy with your job but it feels starts to feel like an Im- Im- uh, a prison right i'm not happy with my job i hate it hate it i don't know how i can leave i need the money what am i going to do uh, uh, i'm stuck so in those moments what if what if we were able to take our attention to something else and say oh, okay so you've got that background elevator music going i hate my job i hate my job i hate my job but you're able to look at a pot plant or the sun shining through the window or the really nice cup of tea that you've got on your desk um or you're able to sink deeper into your comfortable office chair or you're able to look across at one of your work colleagues and appreciate their companionship or their support or you're able to check your bank balance and see that you you know you you've got money in in your account this month to pay your mortgage pay your rent pay your bills it, it's just a tiny thing but if you shift your focus to appreciation it's going to raise your vibe and as you raise your vibe you're better placed to then see solutions to see the next steps out of the matrix, right? Clawing our way out of that pit. We raise our vibe and we go, okay, I feel different now. Great. And then we put a prayer out to your higher self, to the universe, to for inspiration. You know, what are my next steps? I know this is what I don't like. I don't like where I am right now. But if I keep saying I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this, you're actually just creating more of what you don't like. So we shift it into something you do like. Oh wow, isn't the sun really beautiful today? Or this tea is really lovely. Or I love sitting in this chair. Or I've got the nicest, warmest pair of socks on today. Or whatever it is, you know, we shift it to there and we luxuriate in that for a bit. We raise our vibe. We feel better. And we go, okay. Now I'm asking for a solution. I'm asking for the next steps. What are my next steps out of the space that I don't want to be in into the space that I do want to be in? And I know what that feels like because I know what it feels like to be where I don't want to be in those negative spiral thoughts. I don't like this. I don't like this. And I know what it feels like to be where I do want to be, even if it was for a split second of appreciating the sun or the cup of tea. That split second, you probably felt like you could breathe. You probably felt like there was hope. You probably felt joy. That's where you want to be moving to. So you're asking for inspiration. How can I move from where I don't want to be to where I do want to be? Help me help me with the next steps to that. And it could be that your next steps are to go for a walk or to make a phone call or to send an email out or to, um, you know, uh, update your CV or to read a book or to do a meditation course or to go to a yoga class or to see a friend. Like it's not, I'm not necessarily saying that your next steps are going to be, you know, sudden inspiration that's going to change everything, although it could. But your next steps are going to be steps that take you closer to your goal, which is joy. I think we're conditioned that I think we're conditioned into believing that our life has to be one of drudgery and pain and sacrifice. And more and more, I have another belief that is it it doesn't have to be this way. There is always going to be battle in some ways, like there's always going to be forces that we feel that we have to battle against. And there is always going to be shadow and light right just like the the sun sets and we have nighttime we also have daytime like that's just a cycle that we're in but it's our perception of these forces of night uh, and daytime of light and shadow it's our perception that defines our experience 
of these external influences or these external happenings. You know, someone, the, the sun could set and someone could feel very terrified now that the sun has set and there's no light and everything feels really scary and someone else could watch the sunset and really appreciate the darkness and appreciate the rest that the eyes can have. And in that appreciation, in that gratitude, we move away from the space of fear and loss into a space of abundance. And if we can hold on to the place of abundance and of having and of joy, we're just going to create more of that in our lives. I mean, I think it would be amazing if we lived lives where there was never any competition and never any pain and never any, you know, darkness to fight against. I think that would be amazing. I often get told by teachers, no, you'd get bored and there'd be no struggle and, you know, you wouldn't learn and your soul wouldn't evolve. And I don't I don't know how much I buy into that because I think my soul's evolved enough. Thank you very much. But maybe it's true. Maybe we would get bored. Maybe we'd just all sit around doing nothing. Frankly, I don't see what's so wrong with that. But <laughs> maybe we wouldn't evolve. Maybe our soul wouldn't go on this journey. And if we believe that our soul is on a journey to grow and that we are on a journey to grow and expand, then maybe we need these moments where we're really up against it in many ways, facing our fears, facing loss, grief, you know, all of these really painful emotions and states of mind so we can transcend them, so we can realise that they're just states of mind. They don't define who we, who we are. They're just emotions and they're going to flow through us and pass through us. And that as the emotion flows through us, we can choose a higher vibrational emotion. And the more we choose higher vibrational emotions, the more paradoxically, in a sense, the more we let go of the need to control and let go of the fear, the more gifts come to us. But when we're living in a space of fear, nothing good can come to us. I think it's incredibly challenging um, I don't say this easily. I think it's challenging if you're up against it. You know, if you've got a family member who's ill or you're ill or you're, you know, up against it financially or you've just had your heart broken or, you know, there's been a loss or a death in your family. I don't say this easily. It's not, oh, I just have to sit and think a better thought. It is about shifting our vibration consciously because ultimately, if we don't, the only person that suffers is us. Um, So shifting out of the matrix then is about moment by moment shifting our awareness into a space of um, greater joy, greater expansion, um, greater union, greater gratitude, greater communion and allowing that shift to to be something that is a, a part of our day every single day. Um, it's not, we don't do a workshop and then, you know, it's done or we don't read a book or it's done. We literally have to do it every single day, step by step, moment by moment. Um, and sometimes the things that get in the way are our core wounds, you know, or those, that inner child in us that's scared or those, those sort of core woundings in us that tell us that, you know, we're not worthy of love, we're not worthy of abundance. And so often in the core wound work that I do with clients, we're looking at these core beliefs and unraveling them so that clients can get to a place where you come to realise that you are unconditionally loved and there is, you know, there is infinite abundance out there in the universe. And if it's not coming to you in one way, it'll come to you in another way. And often what we do is we're just busy staring at one pot on the stove or one door, hoping it will open. 
But actually, if we were to just lift up our heads, we would see how many doors there are around us, how many opportunities there are. And the universe is always wanting to give to us. Our desires, our, our dreams, our hopes, our, our wishes are always being answered, but we're not always in a place to receive. Or sometimes we receive and then we push away, or we receive and we reject, or we're scared to receive for lots of reasons. And so the core wound work, this is why I love it so much, is definitely about looking at how we can just open ourselves up to receiving the gifts of the universe, but also the gifts of our mastery, the intentions that we put out in the world. If we say that we want love and then we push love away, how are we ever going to find the very thing that we say that we want? We need to break that cycle of pain. And the core wound work is on my website. If you just go to www.sacredspacehealing.org, um, and then just click on the healing programs tab. You'll find that there's a love and union program that's for twin flames and soulmate unions and your highest soul union. And then there's a, um, a core wound healing program as well. And there's also transformational calls, which are three hour coaching calls, mega in-depth coaching calls where we just blast away limiting beliefs um, through meditation, through energy healing, through some channeling work. Um, to just get you into a place of alignment where you can, you know, go back to that zero state, as they call it, so you can start to call to you what is yours by divine right. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy and love and abundance until we next connect again. So it is and so it shall be.